Hello and welcome to Mind Milk Theory, an arts podcast with me, sometimes contemporary artist, Jim Lockie. Now, this is going to be a quick and dirty episode. There's no script and there's going to be no editing. You might be wondering why that is. And the main reason is because I'm working on a bumper episode for next week. And so I just haven't had time to put to this one. But I didn't want to put out nothing at all. And so you're going to get this unedited version full of ums and ahs without the music at the beginning, without any editing. And it's going to sound a little bit different, but I'm going to try and be brief. And the reason for putting this out is just to make sure that I'm hitting putting something out every week. So I've had a couple of breakthroughs this week. That's what I want to talk about really quick. Uh, The first breakthrough was with this podcast. And it's realising that it's an arts podcast. So for the first few weeks, I was calling it uh, a podcast about niche interest nerdery, um, which is which is a name I wasn't really happy with. I feel like uh, the term nerd has become more problematic as time goes on, and so I'm happy to distance myself from that. Um, But also, I just realised as I was thinking back, actually, all these episodes have to do with art and making and creativity and culture even something like the first episode you know it's related to my personal practice but also it's about culture so it's something about kind of the arts and humanities more widely and so yeah this is an arts podcast and realizing that and being able to put that label on it feels like a bit of a breakthrough for me it helps me to give some shape and some form to what it is I'm trying to achieve with this thing and it's something I didn't know going in but I discovered through the doing and then looking back over the whole thing just before we go deeper into this I'm, again I'm going to apologize for the sound quality you may hear some cars and things in the background because I'm not recording in my usual space <clears throat> I told you this was going to be unedited uh, the I've had another breakthrough this week and that had to do with um, Nine Men's Morris, this ancient board game from uh, Roman times that I've been looking at and researching it. I spoke about it on episode one of this podcast. And I've been looking at that because I'm sure there's an artwork in there somewhere. Somewhere buried in that game is an artwork that I'm trying to pull out. Now... I'm going to try not to go into detail, but basically I have been hitting a brick wall with it. I've been making boards um, and working in my sketchbook and trying to come up with ideas and just nothing is working. I just feel like whatever I come up with, you know, this is still just a board game. This is not justified as being an artwork yet. And so I got to this point where I just was like, okay, I can't not making any headway I'm just going to leave it alone and then thinking about something else completely different this week I realized oh hang on I think I have a solution for this and um, part of that solution is to do with scale making it bigger which sounds like a very cheap way to make something into art to just make it big in fact I was talking to some people in a crit a couple of weeks ago about this issue of I just can't find a way through with this 
um, and I showed some of the boards that I'd made as work in progress and saying I'm sure it's not working here somewhere I'm trying to develop it I just can't find the way to make this an artwork and not just a history lesson about a game and I've made a work about an ancient game before and so someone asked well what made the last one you did an artwork and not a game and there's lots of reasons why I feel like it's justified as an artwork that you know I don't need to go into but I said to the person on this zoom call oh it's because I made it five meters long and if you make something big enough no one will question it as a joke um but then a couple of weeks later I'm realizing part of my solution for nine men's Morris is to do with scale and so it was interesting that maybe the answer was in there somewhere in the back of my mind all along and I only realized it once I had stepped away from it for for a while and came back now I will hasten to add it's not just making it big um my way forward there is more to it than that <laughs> or at least I promise there is um <clears throat> anyway it's not the point I was interested like I had this breakthrough with the podcast which was about looking at the whole at the body of work looking at the four episodes that have come out and seeing what is the through line between these things and that came through just doing keeping doing and then this answer presented itself with nine men's morris the opposite was true it was leave it alone step away from it then come back to it with fresh eyes i had a third breakthrough this week i was very very lucky this week in a way uh, which was uh, to do with this series of uh, lino cut prints I've been doing and just for my own edification they're not intended or haven't been intended to be kind of finished pieces they're kind of sketchbook things I'm basically teaching myself to do lino cut because I've never done it seriously before and um, well you guys will know that I'm interested in reformation iconoclasm I spoke about it in the previous episode and so I was making these lino cut prints based on some of these statues in churches that have been smashed and whitewashed now I was interested about how they've become a kind of different kind of icon and they have a, a strange power to them and so I was making these lino cut prints and but I kind of felt like this is fun but it's not going anywhere like it's not presenting anything new to me and so I stopped making lino cut prints I started doing some sketching in a sketchbook and something interesting happened at that moment uh, which was I began to experiment and I feel like I found a f way forward with those liner cut prints as well it's a way forward that's going to be not just experimenting not or not just practicing and not just kind of having some fun but a way that might actually present uh, a future artwork which is really exciting for me because I don't normally make pictures so that's quite exciting um, but the way forward with that one and the breakthrough for that came from going to a sketchbook. Now, the thing that's significant is, you know, paper and pencil for, you know, most of us is virtually free. But doing lino cut, um, you know, lino's expensive. I mean, it's not, it's not very expensive, but there is a cost to it. And there's also a big time cost into making a lino cut print, into cutting the lino and then making the prints 
there is you know significant time significant cost in doing that buying the lino getting the ink etc 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 and then and then it's sitting around in your kitchen all the your prints laid out while they dry uh, so you know it takes up a physical real estate as well it is a um it's a demanding process and so that discourages experimentation but when when i was working in my sketchbook i just started mucking around with these pictures and that's when i found a way through found something new found a twist on it to make it into uh, the next thing and so that was a third way of finding breakthrough is doing it in a sketchbook taking away the stakes and basically going well what happens if I break this what happens if I mess it up and in order to be able to ask myself that question I just had to take it away from the lino cut had to go back to the sketchbook where if I broke the thing entirely it didn't matter because no one was ever going to see it and I hadn't spent any money and so, yeah, so for this episode, that's the thought I want to leave you with. Um, if you're working on something and you're finding it difficult, you're not finding your way through. Those are three things you could look at. One, look at the body of work, look at everything that's come before and see, is, is there a through line in this? Like when I looked at the first few episodes of this podcast and realised, oh, that's what it's about. Or maybe you just need to step away from it for a while. If you are having experience of kind of like pouring your blood, sweat and tears into this thing and it's just not yielding, maybe you need to step away, come back a couple of days later with fresh eyes and see what it presents then. That's the experience I had with Nine Men's Morris. Or maybe the stakes are too high. Maybe you need to uh, give yourself permission to mess it up. And if you need to, do that back in a sketchbook, by all means. Sketchbooks are amazing things. We're going to be talking about sketchbooks next episode. Uh, I think I mentioned that already. Uh, I'm going to be talking, about other art, talking to other artists about their sketch, sketchbook practice, or possibly lack thereof. And I think it'll be really exciting. So that's it for this episode. Again, apologies for the audio quality. Of, and... You know, I wonder how you feel about listening to something of someone just talking off the top of their head as opposed to previous episodes that have been scripted. What do you think of that difference? Is this a style you want to hear more of? Or are you thinking, oh, please go back to putting more effort in? <laughs> um, let me know what you think. Uh, subscribe to the podcast if you're enjoying it. And if you're here for the first time, I'm glad you're here. Hey, why not leave her a few five stars? What'll do it? <laughs> I kid. I I should go. It's late. <laughs> Bye.